Welcome to Side Note. I'm Danny Day. And I'm Nishe. In this episode, we are talking with Sarah from My Inspired Studio. During this healing conversation, we discuss the importance of self-care and boundaries in our current climate. Sarah is an amazing artist committed to encouraging self-care by bringing the art studio to you with live tutorials and perks for subscribers. Please check out our description box for links to her project, My Inspired Studio. Our hope in sharing our experiences is that you'll be encouraged, know that you're not alone, feel okay to examine your world and make adjustment for the better. Thank you for joining us. So my name is Sarah and I'm the owner of My Inspired Studio and I like to inspire women to um, paint with me online. And um, part of the big thing that I'm all about is just self-care, you know, making time for ourselves that's why i paint so i'm hoping to share that with other women and um danny and Nishay's podcast called side note um i just heard about it a um, couple of weeks ago is when i came across their podcast and i listened to all their episodes and uh, so i reached out to them recently and asked them if they wanted to be um a couple of guest speakers on this page so that way hopefully they can kind of inspire you the way that they have um, with me so i'm gonna um, let you two take it over if you want to do a quick introduction. All right. Thank you so much, Sarah. It's awesome to be here with you all. We really yes. appreciate mm -hmm. the support and so thankful that our words were inspirational to you. Um, I'm Danielle, Danny, Danny Day, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. this is... Nisha. Oh, this is a totally different world for you two. So you just got to add it on world. your podcast. Like nobody's watching, you're just listening. Right you're on. Just like, you know, take it over just like you do with your cool podcast. Like you have such great intros and stuff. So yeah, <laughs> have fun with that. Yeah. Thank you. That's so funny that you say that because we're always like, how do we get started? <laughs> and usually when I'm doing the editing, I just like start mid conversation, right. <laughs> publish it from there. So <laughs> hi, everyone. Thank you so much, Sarah, for having uh, for inviting us um, into course. your world. My name is Nishe. Um, we just started our podcast. Um, we had, we've talked about it for quite some time. I mean, years. And we just started our podcast, actually recording our podcast in in um, May of this year. Um, and it's been it's been amazingly therapeutic for us. It's been healing. We've grown from it. I, I, I know I've grown. I feel like we've both grown from it um, just because we get the opportunity to kind of really hash out, not kind of, to really hash out things that are on our minds. And it inspires us to, to do research and to kind of find out more about what's going on in the world and, and, and what other people are doing to heal and what other people are going through. So for me, it's, you know, it's an amazing blessing and it's it's opening up all these um, great new avenues. So I'm thankful to be here and to to be in this space. This is awesome. Yeah, it's so fun. I love that technology can allow us. Like you two are from, you know, I'm from Michigan and you're from Georgia and Texas, right? And so mm -hmm. the fact that we can um, come together in this kind of platform is so cool. So <laughs> it cool. Is. Yeah. It is. I just want to kind of let you guys take the reins here and. Um, 
just there's so many podcast episodes that you did that were um like a, a really big inspiration to me and i especially loved the epidemic self-care episode and um as i've told you and the um self-awareness episodes and your purpose i think those were the, like the big ones that really stood out to me and i love the fact that you did several parts because at the end of each one i was just like wanting to get more <laughs> so um hopefully you can just maybe give everyone um I don't know, maybe some tips and some pointers as like we are going through this um, unprecedented, uncertain time. I mean, everyone is, um, you know, struggling with fear and worry and anxiety, I think, more, way more than usual. Um, and it's, I know for some people is very hard, um, you know, just to get started in the morning and, and just be hopeful and continue to see the light. So. Um, if you have any suggestions and things that you want to talk about and some side notes that you want to throw in there, <laughs> I'm all for it. For sure. <laughs> well, I would definitely say um, while we were kind of doing the episodes for the podcast, the lessons that we were learning real time were what kind of informed what we had to say. This is unfamiliar territory for all of us. And in going through it, finding yourself really needing support, needing to, you know, find ways to keep yourself sane, find ways to keep yourself occupied, um, find ways to keep yourself healthy. So a lot of the things that we were talking about, we were having to uh, put to practice real time. And I, I would say even the podcast itself, you know, one of the greatest ways to kind of overcome feeling like you're in a stunted place or feeling like you um, are lacking energy or lacking focus or or in need of, of connection with others is to connect with others and to share your story. Um, so I would say that one of the first things, I guess, in that toolkit is uh, self-care and self-expression mm -hmm. you know self-care and self-expression and so in our podcast we kind of uh go into several different areas of self-care and I guess we could do that here as well <laughs> um but, but real quick I wanted to say um I just wanted to take a minute and just like take a deep breath and recognize that here we are in this uncharted territory, this quarantine, and even the political unrest that's been going on. It's going on a year now, and we're all still here. <laughs> and Amen. we're all still here. Whatever it is that you've been doing thus far to bring you to this place where we're all together here, or where you're listening to this after the fact, um, it means that there's something in you that's 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 recognizing that self-care, that things that feed your spirit are important. And so I just want to take that moment real quick and just like congratulate all of us for <laughs> maintaining to this point, you know, yeah. because it hasn't been easy. Um, and it has been isolating in points, but here we are together through wonderful technology and the interwebs <laughs> to discuss how to continue to do those things. So yeah. yeah. 
for real yeah I mean, that's that's one of the biggest lessons i've learned this year is just to celebrate the small successes like mm -hmm. you have to like and i love that part in one of your episodes where you're like um list building and writing a list and you're like just check that item off with a flourish like, put your whole arm in that and i'm like i thought about that later on on something that i had gotten done and i was just like i'm gonna do a happy dance because, you know danny told me to basically right. it feels good like you know you gotta just take any of those little moments that you can and um just get as much out of it as you possibly can in times like these Definitely. I totally agree. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like um, just to tag on to what Danny was saying in regards to gratitude, um, a lot of times we kind of think that we have to wait until we finish that whole checklist or until everything is settled to get in that space of gratitude. But you can be thankful even in, if you're not in control, even when things are a little bit awry um, you can still find that that space to take a deep breath and be thankful and to figure out the things that you can be thankful for and you know add a little side list <laughs> to your list of to do things just remind yourself there are things to be thankful for just like Danny was saying we're here today and there's so many people that you know not just from COVID but from like so many other things going on there's so many people that you know are not in that space or just aren't in the space to be aware enough to to be looking for more you know um and whenever you're you're in a place where you're striving for more where you're desiring more that that's a good sign even if you're not where you want to be yet that's actually a really good sign because that means that you believe that there, there can be better um and i think that's kind of what's driving us in our podcast, I think that's what's driving Sarah in sharing, you know, art with other people is you, you can do it. You can, there's more out there. There's more for you and expand your world. And one of the quickest ways to expand your world is through gratitude and just mm -hmm. that, that attitude of thankfulness. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I 100% agree. Yeah. Because gratitude allows space for you to learn the lesson. So, yeah. for example, in the situation of COVID, it's a horrible pandemic that's claiming the lives of, you know, thousands and thousands of people. And it has us all in a sort of timeout. Mm -hmm. And and <laughs> as such, we're able to kind of slow down in a way that I don't think we would have on our own, yeah. you know, when when it's a constant, you know, there's this constant metronome saying, go, 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 make, make more, hire, faster, compete, do it. And the voices that say like, slow down or take a moment or remember that thing that you wanted to do your whole life since you were a kid, where did it go? Did it just dissolve? Like it, it gives you a moment um, if we accept it as such as a time to really kind of recalibrate our lives and to really focus on what's most important. So, for example, you know, I have three children. I have a now high school schooler, a ninth grader who's 14. I have a 12 year old who just started middle school and I have a three year old girl. And I think 
you know, my husband's a sailor, so he's away for chunks of time. And you get into this routine, you get into this like, you know, and the kids know the routine. And the reason for the routine is that without it, everything falls apart and everyone's freaking out. So you have this rigid routine, more or less, and you 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 go by, you know, your day to day, send send the kids off to school, they do their thing, they come home, you help with homework dinner and get everybody ready to go to bed and do it all the next day. I found that when um, they had to switch over to virtual learning, I always considered myself a parent who was very involved in, in my children's education. But at this point, I had to really that's one of my babies knocking on my door right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you'll hear that a couple of times. <laughs> but, but all that to say is, is just like I had to engage them in a different way. I had to really engage them, their day, their, their stories and everything else in a different way. And I was so amazed at how many things this, this time has allowed me to mm -hmm. learn about my children. Mm -hmm. And so you know, or even conversations I've been able to have with my father or conversations I've been able to have with myself. So about what I've wanted to do in the past and, and why I never did them and all of that. So it's, it's, a, it's a time out, but it's really a time to really get into a, me a steady meditation of where we want to be and to kind of shoot your shot. What do you have to lose, you know, at the end of mm -hmm. the day? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's where gratitude, you know, allows quiet enough and focus enough for us to learn the lessons of the mm -hmm. times that we're in, regardless of how hard they are, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it grows so fast as soon as you start thinking of like, you know, a handful of things that you're thankful for. It just it quickly like that's one of the things that pulls me out the fastest um, of a negative mindset and just feeling scared or worried. I just start thinking of like how far I have come or, you know, all the things that I am grateful for. And it, it's amazing how quickly it can just you know, pull you out of that negative mindset and really start feeding some hope into your your mindset instead. Oh yeah, it's exponential. It's mm -hmm. exponential. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, and it's it's an actual chemical reaction that your body has to switching your mind to something mm -hmm. positive. It it actually releases the right chemistry into your into your bloodstream that says okay something something different is going to happen because we do have a tendency to um think to to it's easier for us um normally to grasp our heads or our our minds around the negative story mm -hmm. right that we're telling yeah. ourselves um like for me i'm not very uh i'm not a very out outgoing per se person i'm not an extrovert like i'm an introvert extrovert mm -hmm. when it's time for me to stand up and talk i'll stand up and talk but otherwise don't look at me guys. <laughs> and but what i can appreciate from this time is I i've learned more about boundaries and the importance of having boundaries what i say yes to and what i say no to and who you allow to spend to share your space with even though you know it's it's not as many people as i would like like i would love to just go over to my friend's house <laughs> just, just hang out with her um 
but since we can't do that now, I'm also very particular about who I will spend time on the phone with or give energy to because I want it to be as pure, as close to pure as it can be. And I want to stay in that thankful place. And it doesn't mean like you completely shut people out, but it is, you know, this is a good time to learn how to, the ones that you need to feed with a longer spoon. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Get on over there somewhere. (laughs) That is an important point, because when when trying to cultivate a certain headspace, a certain uh, spiritual landscape, you do have to be very careful what influences you. So, Mm -hmm. you know, the in this time of quarantine, when we're when we're not all together and you are able to kind of screen. Yeah. Hello, hello, mama. <laughs> Say hi really quick. Say hello. Hi. Hi. hi <laughs> okay. Whoa. Don't fall. <laughs> you got to go back with your brother now, okay? Okay. She's ask, so him, cute. ask him for, so ask sweet. him, tell him mommy said you can have some gummies, okay? Yeah. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> right. And you shut the door for mommy? <laughs> Yes. You have to bribe them every now and again. I won't lie. She hasn't had gummies today for this very reason, because I knew I need to pull it out. I know. <laughs> in, this, in this exact moment. Thinking ahead of time. Strategy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tactical. Strategy. You gotta be. And you do, that's, you know, that's a good point. Like, you know, that's a perfect example, right? There's certain people that you can create boundaries with. Your three-year-old, it's a little bit harder. You're teaching her. Mm-hmm. You, you, and you're doing a really good job of teaching Thank her. You. I think she's learning more from having to see mommy work in the house, right? Than if you left and, but um, even with that, you have to, it, there, there's so much more to think about when you're, when you're man- we're not manipulating, when you are organizing your space mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and the in the space of those around us, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's definitely an interesting challenge. Even for me, I've been homeschooling Farai since my son. I've been homeschooling him since day one. So the homeschooling aspect is not new to me, but not being able to take him to the park where, cause he's super social. Like he will make a friend anywhere from age one to age 19 <laughs> on the playground. So for him not to be able to have those moments, you know, I have to find other ways to direct his energy. Mm-hmm. You know? um, do, you, oh, yeah. do you ladies have any like tips that have really like maybe stand out in your head about you know, having this totally new schedule and kind of lifestyle of having kids at home. Cause I know a lot of, um, my audience has, um, kids and they're, they may be attending school still. And most of them I think are going virtual or homeschool. And I know a lot of them that are really struggling finding a routine to balance, you know, especially if they work, if both parents work and there's no daycare. So, I mean, do you have any, um, I don't have kids yet, so <laughs> I can be no help to this subject at all. But it's good so. that you're learning. Yeah, yeah right, yeah. for sure, yeah. It is. It is. You oh. want to take that one first, Danny? Sure. We both have tons of suggestions. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Well, like I said, you know, my husband is a sailor, so he's away for long chunks of time. So I have three children of different stages in life. And, you know, I, if, 
two things. If I didn't have a routine, I'd lose my mind. If I was so rigid in the routine that I do choose, I would I would lose my mind. Like I think the key is to be uh, bendable. You know, you have your routine, and your routine may go through several different incarnations before you find the right fit for you and your family. I know I started reading all kinds of things online and listening to reading a lot of blogs and stuff, and mom saying all the ways that they held it all together. And I found myself trying some of those things and it being a bigger headache than I, <laughs> than I thought it was gonna be. And the key is that like for you in your household and your family and your energy level, I think the number one thing is to be honest with and realistic with yourself. So like, for example, I switched over to homeschooling. Um, in doing that, I, I don't know that I was as honest with myself about what it was gonna require of me and of my children. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm kind of discovering a lot of those things as I go. And as I discover them, I'm having to process them and figure out which way, you know, I'm gonna move on them. But mm -hmm. there are, it's really important to, to be aware of yourself and to be honest with yourself about what you're what your joys are like what you want to do what you what you enjoy doing um what you're afraid of doing what you feel prepared to do what you feel totally out of your depth in doing i've had to really learn to be honest with myself about those things because once i'm honest with those things then i can create the routine or the structure that actually is going to be the best one rather than what i think in some lofty idea of me <laughs> being some like super mom it's gonna be, and then be gentle with yourself in the places where maybe, you know, you decided you were gonna do a chore chart with your kids and, you know, you had all this energy around it and then you used it for a short period of time and then realized that it wasn't necessarily the best thing for you. Don't be upset. You tried it, it didn't work, on to the next thing, you know? So just don't be too rigid, be gentle with yourself. And then when you do find what works, stick to it you know yeah stick to it and and let it be something that incorporates everyone and makes room for play and rest and not just all the work that has to get done and celebrate like we said before when you do get things done and you do have a day that gets at least at least you know 50 percent of the things that had to get done got done celebrate with your people <laughs> be happy you know yeah um, those are the things i think that have been working for me mm -hmm. i guess i agree with that um my, I, I like to always say flow like water mm -hmm. so um when things are not necessarily going your way allow yourself that freedom to say you know what today is not the day for this you know let's mm -hmm. let's find something else um and in homeschooling your children what's worked really well for me is just playing to his strengths in no matter what subject we're talking about try to try to incorporate the things that they love in there whatever it is for my son, he excels with music and he despises <laughs> for now. He's not, he does not love math and I, I don't love it either. Um, so I know that when doing math work, number one, I need to be in a patient space. I need to understand that he's learning at his plate, at his pace. Mm -hmm. And I need to understand that eventually he'll get it and he might not get it today. And that's okay. 
because I'm not going to compare him with other people. And I think that's one of the places where a lot of us, you know, adults and with our children, we get into this thing where we're comparing our child with someone else's child or to somebody else's standard. And only you as a parent know, like, what leaps and bounds have happened between yesterday and today last week and today last month and today so like danny said celebrate that you know even if it's not that big of a deal for kids they need that positive reinforcement Mm -hmm. and it helps you feel better too give them a high five just Mm because they got it right for the first time you know celebrate big time and stay in that moment for a while Let them know that you're proud of them. Speak life over them consistently because it makes you feel a way too. That's a life that you've brought into the world. So speak life over them. Speak, yeah. let, let them know that you love them and you and you appreciate them and you're so thankful for them. Even if in that moment you're not feeling quite that way. Right. <laughs> okay. You do still love them and they they nobody is going to love you back the way your kids will. They're going to love you unconditionally, no matter how crazy you've acted. Um, Your kids will forgive you. And especially if you are humble with them, if you let them know that mommy and daddy make mistakes, you know what, watch them, let them see you say, read something and go, I don't, I don't know how this works, but I'm going to learn it with you. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That, that goes so far for them to understand that you will continue to learn as you get older, because you don't really want to create a student. You want to create a learner. You want to create somebody that's willing to learn through the rest of their lives. And then you've done your job because it doesn't matter what facts they can remember. You can always look those up. We want them to be willing to continue learning. So that's so good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's like what we're we're (laughs) saying about regurgitating. Like we don't want to just have to like regurgitate the information. I mean, that's all I felt like I did in in school because that's what I was. That's how I was taught to learn. It's like you study for this test and then whoops out of there. Like, Oh yeah. My mom found some papers from me from like fourth grade and I I promise you the handwriting I vaguely remember because I went through several phases with my handwriting. I vaguely remember this phase in my handwriting. I, I loved, you know, like writing really neat but the information on that paper, I got a, a, a B on the test and I had no idea any of this information. <laughs> I couldn't even remember what the teacher's name was if it hadn't been at the top of the page. Yeah. So yeah, the, I think a lot of times we get into this place where well, you need to know this by Friday and they memorize it just to get the grade, but it, it, it means nothing to them. And so it's gone. In, in a month or so. <laughs> I think the other piece too that's really important as as we talk about the education of our children is that I'm really learning how much how much they are learning from watching me in these situations. So yes. for example, you know, my dad was raised by someone who lived through the Great Depression. That Great Depression informed a lot on how his parents raised him and what he saw of his parents. And so there are certain traits that he kind of developed, not having lived in that time, but the repercussions and the reverberations of that time and the trauma of that time through generations. So when we look at corona, the coronavirus, this is historic. Like this is something that will be talked about by human civilization 
for a while. In 2257, <laughs> they'll be talking about this, you know? So right now, with our children at home, we have a really unique position in showing them what it means to be of the human animal variety during <laughs> a major threat to like your species in a sense, you know? Like, what do we do? For real, That's do we like- look at it though. I just, <laughs> we're a threat to our own species right now. We, we have a direct threat to our, you know, I mean, it's it's hitting people en masse. And it's, yeah. and it's not just even a direct effect, a direct threat to our physical health. It's even affecting like yes. our societies, human beings are social creatures by nature and we are being secluded and isolated and and seeing how the spikes in alcoholism the spikes in domestic abuse the spike in drug use the spike in 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 depression the spikes in suicide this is unnatural for us to live this way and so when considering that it's really important for us to be aware that our children are watching how we handle this and even though this is something that's way out of our frame of reference none of us unless you're alive in what what was it 18 the 1820s or something like none of us or 1920s when the last epidemic hit 1920s but you know we don't know anything about that and so we're kind of having to to cross into this area that we are not familiar with while also being cognizant of the fact that our children are watching our every move. And so doing things like celebrating each other, doing things like keeping physically fit, playing music and dancing with your kids, doing things like making sure that you're eating healthy foods, that we're not just sitting in our houses like terrified of Corona, but we're fortifying our bodies and keeping it strong and healthy and giving it a fighting chance for whatever may come and we're doing it together like it it teaches our kids some very important survival skills in a very domestic environment right because they're having to learn what does it mean to navigate through times like this when we're Mm -hmm. separated there's a lot of fear there's a lot going on in the political world there's a lot there's a lot of a lot happening and we're in a time when our children like the tv sets are on more and so you're either always hearing about the the count of people infected or who've passed away from corona or you're hearing about the election or you're hearing about the rioting or you're hearing you're hearing something i know my kids were starting to get really inundated with like this very adult world while stuck in their bubble Mm -hmm. and so it was important for me to a detach and realize that i too needed to detach Mm -hmm. but to also pay attention like what do i want to fill their world with you know we are in a bubble now but i get to fill that bubble with whatever i want to fill that bubble with that's a really empowering thing if you think about it that way you know nobody's forcing you to do any of any of that to watch or absorb any of that on a daily basis it's like we can choose i just think it's been three weeks maybe since i've turned off all of my notifications on my phone like (laughs) i was scared at first because it's never it's i haven't done that before and my anxiety from the constant just like in your face you know little red um numbers that tell you how behind you are in your emails and stuff you know it's just like that's gone i'm not feeling that anymore it's so empowering to just make that choice of like what are you going to let constantly be in the front of your mind always and it's just not a healthy thing for any anyone i don't think 
Yeah, because you become attached to something that is unnecessary. Mm -hmm. And I think what Danny said is important, even for those who don't have children yet or who don't plan on having children. It's so important um, how we choose to deal with our challenges because that it defines our character. Mm -hmm. And so going through this, I, I go back to the chemistry aspect. I'm not a scientist or a doctor, but I do know that the things that we do affect the, uh, the future if you're going to carry a child you want to make good decisions now um, mm -hmm. and how are you dealing with these things you, you want to teach yourself the type of rhythm to get into when challenges do come mm -hmm. because then that means that you're better equipped like you're still going to get plenty of surprises you know um, oh, yeah. being a being a parent or or just being a mentor being a leader being a boss you're going to get plenty of that but this is a good place to kind of um, exercise your your character and and make some decisions and see what you can stick with I love the fact that you turned off those notifications I did that a long time ago mm -hmm. and one of my favorite things right now is to just not be on social media for a couple of weeks that's changed recently because of the podcast and we kind of have to be on there but i mm -hmm. try to make sure to cut myself off because i you do you get sucked in and you're just yeah. scrolling and then you're suddenly worried about everybody else's stuff and all the yeah. stuff and the things and the and it's like okay uh, it's really an addiction it's it just is. another form of addiction i think it really is <laughs> it is it is it really is and and i feel like even even more now than ever because people are so in need of connection that like it's just being able to be on social media and share whatever you know is going on or or, or see whatever is going on in somebody's mm -hmm. world yeah. <laughs> feels good but we also have an episode where we're talking about our interactions with, with yes, yes. Yeah. That says mental yeah that's yes. so true that's so true that. yes but we have that episode where we're talking about even how we're engaging social media and sometimes you know there, it's. I think it's great to keep in touch with everyone, but there, it can be super unhealthy, not just because of our obsession with watching it, but our obsession with presenting ourselves in a very different way than we actually are, which, which has like a cyclical effect, you know, because you're not feeling good. You haven't had a bath in three days and you're still wearing them sweatpants with the ketchup stain and like, but you're on Facebook <laughs> and you're, and you're, you and you're number angled just so just right, you know, and you're, and you're, and, and everything is good. And it's, it's, it's funny because like, you know, I mean, I've definitely done it where you, you know, it, everything's not for social media and for everyone's consumption, but it's what what it does in my head though that that I'm in a sense wishing that my circumstance was different without actually changing it in any way I'm just kind of perpetuating it in the ways that like are just mental clutter <laughs> like just, yeah, yeah. just yeah. fluff you know it's just fluff. Dr. Edith Eager yeah. 
it says, um, be a good mommy to yourself. And so as a good mommy, you're not going to let your child just be on social media all the time. You're not going to allow your child to like worry about what people are saying to them online or what people are doing online. You're going to remind them that, you know, but this is the life you have. And these are the things that you can be thankful for. And these are the things that are going really well in our world. Let's just be here with each other. Let's just let's let me just celebrate myself. So be a good mommy to yourself. You know, eat right, take care of yourself and know when it's time to get off the interwebs. Interwebs. But thank you for tuning in today, though. Thank you for watching this episode. Yes, you have to pick and choose. Pick and choose. choose. Start unfollowing the negative people and the negative pages and follow the ones that, you know, that make you feel joy and inspiration. That's what I've been doing. Like the time that I do spend on Facebook or social media, I make sure that it's on the pages that bring me inspiration. listening to side note we'll continue this conversation in our next few episodes if you haven't already please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on social media our links are in the description box we love hearing from you yes we do show enough we do <laughs> <laughs>